You are now listening to the QD Podcast. Is this what you want? Huh? Is this what you want? I'm trying to get a goddamn What's up, everybody? You're listening to the QE Podcast, and you're here with your boy Q Hicks right now. And I got Egger on the other line. Egger, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. Today, we are reviewing The Black Phone. If you have not seen it yet, this is the new horror-slash-thriller movie of 2022, starring Ethan Hawke as the grabber in this movie where uh, it's really about child abduction in a sick and horror-twisted way with, you know, dead bodies talking to you and stuff like that. So it's kind of like a, a true crime story, but with mythical stuff added to it I, it was a great movie yeah, yeah I, I absolutely love this movie i enjoyed it it gives you a lot of like it vibes because of the the little mm-hmm. girl trying to find her brother it gives you a lot of it vibes to it but yeah. i thoroughly enjoyed this movie but i got a theory i really want to dive into bro so you can you can you can tap off the conversation first but i have something i want to dive into so I'll, I'll just give a quick synopsis of what the movie is for those of you who haven't looked it up yet. Finney Shaw is a shy but clever 13-year-old boy who's being held in a soundproof basement by a sadistic masked killer. When a disconnected phone on the wall starts to ring, he soon discovers that he can hear the voices of the murder, murderer's previous victims, and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finney. So this is a movie about a kid who has a lot of friends in his community and you know back then in the 70s like there wasn't the whole social media thing and everything so neighborhoods were really close-knit and tight-knit families knew each other neighbors always talked to each other and this is a situation where kids are being one by one throughout the neighborhood and finney is losing friends there's bullies who are getting kidnapped and finney is like shit like it was kind of like a candy man thing because his sister was Mm. even telling them what you're scared to say his name because you know when you say his name that's when he comes and gets you so i loved how they tugged on different horror stories to kind of put on a real life child abductor i thought that was cool but the whole the whole movie in general was very captivating i think the biggest surprise that they did a great job of keeping this out of the previews the whole concept of his sister having those premonition type powers that was phenomenal, bro. That was probably yeah. one of the best things about the movie. For yeah. real. They didn't they didn't let anybody spoil that. They didn't put it in any of the previews. You just thought it was going to be the boy and and the uh, the grabber. But it was so much that went into the movie. So I, I loved it. I'll go ahead and get my rating now. I think this movie was a 10 out of 10. It could have ended better. I feel like they ended it really quick once once the killer died. But other than that, I think this movie was 10 out of 10. I absolutely loved it. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10 because it was some things I would take away from it, but I absolutely loved the film. And I loved how it ended because I was surprised of how it ended. Because usually when you get abducted, or I haven't been abducted, but I feel like usually when you see movies like that and when people get abducted, they usually run away when they have an opportunity to. But the fact that Finn ended up staying there, he ended up knocking out the grabber, but he ended up killing him too. That was like the icing on the cake for me because you usually see so many people run away at that moment. It's like, oh, he gives me the opportunity. I'm going to get out of here. But no, he said, I'm not going to let anybody else get harmed by this dude. You don't know how the penal system is going to do when he gets inside. You don't know if they're going to let him back out or anything like that. He said, no, I'm going to kill him right now, nip it in the bud. And I feel like that was for all of the people that were killed by this grabber, like his friend, even the bullies. It was for them. 
And that's why they said, I and mean, the bullies, not the bullies, but the people that he was talking to who were kidnapped in the past, they kept telling him, like, I'm not doing this for you, bro. Like, it's for something way bigger than that. And I feel like yeah. that ending really capped it off because he killed that dude for them. It wasn't just for him. It was for them and all of the future kidnappers or all of the other kidnappees that he would have gotten in the future. So that was such a huge thing for me, bro. I absolutely loved how it ended. Well, I think what I mean by they could have ended it better, I think they could have did a little different um, with each character. I feel like we could have got a look at the sister and everything because there's no way you can have a sister with these premonition powers that are kind of basically helping the police throughout this entire investigation. The police know absolutely get, nothing pissing me off. We we don't even get a look at the sister at the end of the movie. It's like, he just goes back to school. He got holes now because he caught a body, and that's how the movie is. Like, <laughs> we don't get a look at the sister or anything because, like, that, that was such a huge part of the movie, and I'm just like, damn, like, well, what happens with the sister? Does she... Is she like a phenomenon in the community now because of yeah the way the way she was able to help the police and everything? So that that was my thing. I felt like we could have got a deeper look at her. They could have spent at least two to three minutes, you know, showing something with her towards the end of the movie. So that's why I think it could have ended a little bit better because she played such a huge part and they didn't show her at all in those last two to three minutes. Yeah. And I loved how the sister wasn't all the way correct. How her premonitions yeah. weren't all the way correct at the end where she was telling the police, yeah, like, this is the house that I've been seeing in my vision. Like, Finn is here. Then she had the police run all up in that crib, and it was only the house that he stored the bodies in. It wasn't the house that he was actually killing them in and was actually housing them for so many days before killing them. I, I love that she wasn't all the way right where it was some mistakes there. Because you were thinking by the end of the, the movie that, oh, the police are going to come in before the grabber ends up killing Finn. But it was like, yeah. damn, they're not even in the same crib. So that shit gets your adrenaline yeah, running. Like, like Finn actually got to finish like, this damn. shit. <laughs> yeah, like Finn actually got to finish this shit by himself. And then when he had Ken, uh, Finn cornered in the in the, in the the actual basement, it's like, is my nigga finna get out of this? Like, because even though and he, he brought had the, the dog downstairs. Yeah. Oh, I was like, like, is my nigga <laughs> finna get out of this? Because they not in the same crib. So when my nigga <laughs> Finn ended up beating that nigga ass with the phone, I was like, okay, my nigga Finn really getting loose. So Finn is yeah. him for sure. Finn is him. Yeah, I told you, he, he caught a body. He got the girl that he wanted. And he got all the popularity in school now. And, and you don't usually see that either with, um, with, you know, child abduction stories and all of that, you always wonder what that the life after is like. And that was just a unique perspective of, like, he goes back to school and he's no longer the scrawny kid that gets bullied and teased. He's actually cool now and people want to talk to him and people are like, oh, shit, that's Finn. He caught a body. Like, you're, you're known now. And it, it's just so, that was such a cool perspective. But that, I feel like that was the theme of the entire movie that, you have to stand up for yourself someday, Finn. I think his yeah. friend who ended up getting kidnapped throughout this movie ended up telling him that in the beginning. When he was getting bullied by the, the kids in the beginning, he always took the punches. Was like, damn, Finn never actually got up and took a punch. You seen his sister was fighting for him, but Finn always took the beatings and never retaliated. And his friend, I think his name was Billy or something like that, Ricky or something. Uh, and Robin, I think his name was Robin. Robin, yeah, yeah, yeah. His friend Robin yeah. ended up telling him, like, you have to stand up for yourself, bro. I can do as much as I can to protect you, but you have to stand up for yourself one day. So that was the theme throughout the entire movie because you have him in this position where he really wanted to give up throughout that whole process when he was in the basement. It was like that second day he was in there, he was like, 
damn, he tried some things with the window. He tried some things with the wall. He was crying in the refrigerator when he couldn't get out of that because it was locked. He wanted to give up, but when he actually talked to Robin, it was like, you have to stand up for yourself uh, uh, someday, fan. And that day had to be now. He told him to put the dirt in the phone, and it's like all of that shit had like, came out of him. You're like He ended up telling him, you're a fighter, bro. Even though you never threw a punch before, you're a fighter because even though you don't uh, retaliate or punch, you always take all of these beatings and you get back up. So I feel like that was yeah. the theme throughout the whole movie that you stood up for yourself to the person that a lot of people, even the most fiercest people, didn't defeat. But you stood up for yourself because you were that much of a fighter. And that was one terrific ass theme, bro. I absolutely Yeah, that was that. a great theme. That was a I great love theme. That the shit, bro. Because I love the fact that I love the fact that they dove into the background with their dad and everything. And and this yeah. is another thing on why I wish they could have ended it a little better. The whole thing about their mother having similar powers that his sister had. And we see why their dad was abusive and they see why their dad is, you know, so hell bent on them just trying to be as normal as possible and not believe in whatever dreams they have or whatever, because he just didn't want his daughter or his son to end up the same way his wife ended up. And I think that was a good lesson too of, you know, parents may have a fucked up way of raising you sometimes, but he had good intentions with it. It may have been fucked up in his delivery. I wouldn't say that now. I wouldn't say all that now. No, because when he had to talk with his daughter, his daughter forgave him shit. His daughter was like, oh, shit. Well, this is why you've been doing this. I mean, she knew that already, but she knew what she was dreaming was correct, though. But the dad didn't want to believe her because of what happened in the past with moms. But what I'm dreaming about is correct. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like she she understands his pain and why he's Mm -hmm. basically telling her, don't believe none of that. Like, I don't care how right you are. I don't care how right the police say you are. Don't believe none of that because your mom consistently believing in all the shit she was believing in led to her dying, basically. I think she killed herself, too. I think that's what he said. I think I think he said that. Yeah. And. And I'm I'm saying that's why I said the way he went about disciplining her was completely wrong. But you see, when they finally have the one-on-one talk, is like, okay, I understand now. I may not agree with it. I may not forgive you for what you did, but I understand now on why you were acting with me the way you were and why you were telling me not to believe what I was believing. But this is my theory on this movie, bro. I think that the dad was more so of the antagonist of this movie than Ethan Hawke was because think about what Ethan Hawke did to Finn. He didn't do shit to Finn, bro. He didn't hit Finn. He didn't fight Finn. He fed Finn. When? Finn Finn ended up running away and he never cut Finn up. He killed all them other kids, bro. He He never ended up cutting up Finn. Bro, I'm talking about after that. What did he do? All them other kids, when they Held ran away, got captive. sliced up and got beat. No, I'm not going to let you say this. I'm Bro, I'm telling you what happened. I'm telling you what happened. It don't matter if you touch me or not. You're he, keeping he me kid. in the basement against my Bro, will. He never hit care. him, bro. You, you ain't got to touch all me. Them no other kids. You're bro, no, bro, all them other no, kids ran away, bro. Because, look, everybody was telling him, bro, if you run away, you're going to get beat with the belt, bro, and he's going to beat you to the point where you're going to become unconscious, and then he's going to kill you the next day. Tell me why when he runs away, he comes back and nothing happens to Finn. Finn is back and he's alive. It's like, why is everybody else getting their ass beat from running away? But Finn is cool. Finn never got touched by that nigga. Yeah, he got kidnapped. But in comparison to everybody else, he did not get touched at all, bro. And all of the information that he was getting from the past kidnappers know, or the past people who got kidnapped, man, fuck all that, bro. He didn't get touched by that kidnapper, bro. Yeah, he got kidnapped, but he was never touched. He was I in there downstairs fucking for hours figuring out plans and shit. 
I don't know how that transitions into your point of the dad being the antagonist. Oh, because the dad, the dad, the dad never listened to them, bro. I feel like if the dad listened to what the fuck the girl was saying the whole time, we're not in that position because the girl was telling him what the fuck was going on oh, this well, whole somebody, entire time. Nah, bro. Somebody has even to when not the cop, even her. when the cops ended up listening to the girl, it's like okay, yeah, we understand. Like, how do you know this part of information? But they didn't want to fully believe what she was saying. They didn't want to go overboard. And it's like you kept beating the daughter when the daughter was the only one giving the information. So she's trying to conceal information when she has information to find Finn. So she got to do this whole roundabout way to actually find out where Finn is, where she's not telling the police anything. That would have been unrealistic if everybody would have believed her, bro. Like whether it's the dad who don't believe you or the cops that, and that would have been cliche as hell if the cops didn't believe her. Because how many movies have we seen or shows have we seen where somebody has clear as day evidence and the cops don't even want to listen to you? They don't want to consider your evidence real or whatever. So it was. But when she's the only one who knows about the black balloons, bro. How the fuck you know about black balloons and nobody else knows about the black balloons? You didn't even put that information. Somebody had to not believe her to make the movie feel somewhat real. Somebody had to not believe her. It just ended up being the dad that didn't want to believe her. The cops believed her, so the dad had to take the L and be the one that did. But I'm telling you, this whole time, the dad was just concealing her this whole time when she had visions on the people who were taken. And she was even put back in that memory where she could see what happened to the damn villains and or to the people who were kidnapping all that. But she was not telling anybody because she was afraid of what the dad was going to do to her. Because you see, she got her ass beat when the police came to her door. She didn't want to tell anybody what was actually happening when she was knowing what was happening in real time. So that's why I'm saying the dad was concealing her from letting her find Finn at the end. It's like, yeah, the police ended up finally believing her and actually at the end, but in the beginning, she could have already helped with the whole situation of finding the grabber and all that know. other bullshit. I don't know how finna call I, I can't call him the main antagonist in this movie. That's wild as hell. There's no way I'm gonna say the dad that nigga didn't touch Flynn though bro that nigga didn't touch Flynn kidnapping children no he didn't touch that's Flynn. not the same bro it don't matter so he if you get Flynn. kidnapped if you get yeah. kidnapped and the person just quote unquote doesn't do anything to you the whole yeah. time you're in his captivity you're, in comparison you're to what they did to them other patients or to them other people who were kidnapped? Okay, yeah, you may not have had it as bad, but you were kidnapped and held against You didn't get it bad at, at all. The end of the day. Yeah, he got kidnapped, but know. what happened after got, that? Got, Bro, everybody else uh, was killed, sliced up, beaten. Uh, one dude was even hanged by the ceiling. Like, bro, and we see Finn not even get touched. He's downstairs for like hours just doing whatever he wants to to figure out how to get out of there. It's like, damn, he actually... Trying because, to figure some bro, shit out. He was he was two or three steps ahead every time. That's why he wasn't in the same situation as the other kids. If Finn would have actually went upstairs while dude was sitting there with the belt, he probably would have faced all of the same obstacles and probably would have died the same way all the other kids did. But he but they, ran like, away, though, bro. He ran away. I don't know, bro. That should that should know. qualify for a beating or something of that nature because now, you now see, that I, I do agree. I feel like he they to make it seem more real since he did run away and get caught and had to get put back in, there should have been some type of repercussion. So the fact that he didn't touch him at all after he ran away, that makes sense. They he should have did something to him then. So maybe but I'm going too far by saying dad is the antagonist. I'm about to say you're going far as hell with that. <laughs> hey, but I'm gonna tell you this, bro. I'm he's not a good guy by any means. I think he was a part of this for sure. He was definitely a part of why. Finn and that they, the little girl were in this type of position, why they got kidnapped and why she was not listened to. 
because of what happened in the past like you said it's understandable because the mom killed herself by hearing these same type of voices say having these same type of visions it's understandable but he had a part to play in this for not oh, listening yeah. to his kids but you saying he the main antagonist i think he was the main antagonist because what just uh, I, I just couldn't believe it bro yes he got kidnapped but he was just never touched in comparison to everybody else when you see everybody and that's what that was another great part of this movie bro like the jump scares as well it was like yeah. i think it was the first jump scare that oh shit, yeah the, the oh my first dead body i was like oh, yeah <laughs> i was like whoa yeah that first jump from scare that, was from crazy. that point on i was like i know we finna see a dead body damn that every exactly you had, I, was, like, I was prepared then yeah 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 but that first yeah. one was crazy and it was another one it was when the dude was hanging from the ceiling Upside that scared down, me too. yeah yeah, because I was expecting him to be like standing up in the corner or some shit, not see this nigga hanging. So those two like scared the fuck out of me, bro. But yeah, just in comparison to everybody else, bro, like I don't think he really got touched like that. But the kidnapper was obviously the antagonist. Obviously. Funniest part of the movie, though, Max, the brother of the grabber. That dude was hilarious. <laughs> the cokehead brother that doesn't realize he's living with a kidnapper slash serial killer. Hilarious, bro. And the way he died, funny as hell. <laughs> funny as hell yeah and it's cr- it's funny because he really did his whole calculations He's like he has to stay in this neighborhood he has to be in this uh radius of houses to honestly get from point a from point b so quickly it's like you put everything together and you don't even look that it's a black van outside you don't even see that your brother is, has a basement that you never really go into it's like exactly. if you just connected the dots a little bit further but yeah i feel like he was such a fucking cornball though because in that situation, he's trying to tell, he's trying to tell Finn like his whole story, how I found you. It's like, nigga, get me the fuck out of here. Like, get me out of here. I don't care. You can tell about how you found me after we're clearly exactly. Out of here, like that shit was like, bro, what are we doing? You know what have been, you know what would have been a, a funnier twist if the other house across the street that the bodies were being stored under, if that's where his brother was staying. Because exactly. what if his brother would have walked down the stairs and just would have seen the bodies, but but nah, maybe the movie would have ended quicker if that was yeah. The movie would have ended quicker if he would have seen the actual bodies. Yeah, he yeah. Damn. You couldn't have him run off and be the one to snitch on the brother because yeah, like it had to be the sister to have something to do with that shit. But that was one yeah. hell of a twist to find out that he had two houses across the street from each other. Like that was some crazy identical shit. houses. And, and how did exactly. nobody notice that either? Yeah, like, <laughs> they were identical houses. But that would you really crazy. question it beforehand? Would you really question that? If I'm the sister, the sister should. No, I'm talking it. about. I'm talking about. If you're in the neighborhood, would you question like, oh, two identical oh, no, houses? No. Like this has to. No, I like, yeah, I don't really. I don't think you really would think it too much about it. Shit, like, we like, see that with suburbs all the time. You see yeah. suburbs, damn near be all of the same houses. So yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like it made sense that nobody knew what was actually going on, but I still would feel like a black van would have to have been noticed somewhere. Because didn't yeah. he park like a black van in the back of some shit? Like so nobody nah, seen he, he parked it in the in the driveway right next to the house. And and that's like, another thing. It's like you're living you're living in a neighborhood where children are being abducted. Everybody is saying it's supposedly this black van. I'm questioning every person with a black van within 10 mile radius of where everybody is being kidnapped. So the fact that nobody questioned the brother or the actual dude, and that was another thing that I thought was interesting. We didn't get any look into the grabber's outside yeah. life. Like all we knew him we was. We kind of did. We kind of did. They give you a little snippet, 
Because they told well, they you just, about his they background. They just showed him shopping. They just showed him shopping for instruments of torture and shit. That was it. No, I'm talking about when they, they don't really go into it, but they tell you what happened to him in the past, that he has some sort of history about being a naughty boy, and he used to get beat by his father. So uh, now he feels like yeah. he should pass down that torture throughout everybody in the neighborhood who he feels like is being a naughty boy. So that's why when the, he likes when they run away, he loves the chase. And that's why they were telling Finn, like, no, nah, you can't stay down here all day because now it's just going to make him even more angry to want to kill you. You have to play yeah. the game that he wants to play. And he wants to play the game of Naughty Boy because that has something to do with his past. Like, he wants to beat on you. Yeah. So and it, it's, it's always weird how killers are so sadistic like that. Yeah. It's like they want to... They want to do whatever weird shit to you before they actually kill you. It ain't it ain't too many silly serial killers that you could think of that just catch the person and they just kill them without anything yeah. leading up to the killing. There's always some weird shit that they got to do before they do it. So the whole naughty boy game that Finn had to play that that was some weird ass shit. But it it was cool to the story. But one thing I wasn't understanding, they kept saying that the grabber could hear the phone. But he didn't want to believe that he heard the phone ringing because I think they said the grabber used to live in that basement. The the dad, the dad of the grabber used to have him in that same basement and he used to hear the phone ringing as well. So every time the phone was ringing, he could hear it. So I'm just like, how could he never hear Finn having a conversation or anything like that? When he was and that's on the what phone? I'm saying. Maybe he could only hear it like when he's actually in front of it, like Finn. But I don't know. Oh, yeah, Especially he was in that soundproof room. Yeah, but but sometimes the door was cracked. True. And Finn would be on the phone talking. I'm like, he don't hear him because the door clearly ain't closed all the way. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, that's why I was confused because they said that in the beginning when Finn first got tortured, they was like, he can hear the phone. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, so why is he not down there questioning why you're picking up the phone and shit? He keeps saying it don't work, but obviously it works. One of those jump scares, I expected one of those jump scares to be, to be him. him standing there while he's on the phone, like him turning around and like, oh shit, like he's right here in front of yeah. me on the phone. I was expecting that to be a jump scare and we never got that. We just got the, the dead kids. Yeah, we got like periodical like jump scares from him because like when like Finn ended up waking up, he was sitting on the wall, and then when yeah. Finn woke up, he he brought the food in. But like I said, it wasn't nothing really crazy. Like I feel like he was doing with them other kids. Like them other kids was like really trying to get out, and he was beating their ass. And Finn yeah. was getting all of this information from the other people who were kidnapped. Where it's like, oh, I, he's smarter, or he's like a couple of steps ahead of where the killer is. So, and I fuck with everybody else for like leaving a trail because i feel like a lot of people wouldn't be smart in the moment to leave a trail like uh oh, one of nah. the people who were kids yeah like, i would not be leaving a trail at all like i ain't leaving the trail for nothing i'm trying I'm to leave myself out. yeah like somebody had like a code for the locker on the, yep. the the wall they had a wire running through like the bottom of the wall they had like the the piece to get the window off they even knew it was a, a refrigerator right there I'm like, I ain't leaving no fucking trails that I would did anything. And, and that was the thing that, that blew me. How now the freezer part, I was totally confused on that. Because how did the like how did that happen for the kid that knew about the freezer? Like that wall must not have been there. That wall must not have been there when that last kid was there with the freezer. Because there's no way you just you just know a freezer is right there in the same exact spot that you're in in the basement. True, true. And you got to go through the wall. You mean to tell me he patched that whole wall back up and still putting kids down there knowing that they might peep the same shit? Like, I, I don't know. I, I felt like that was a loophole that they didn't really touch on. Mm, 
did they say it was a refrigerator right there before he started to break the wall? Did they say it was a yeah. fridge right there? I forgot mm. what kid told him, but one of the kids told him there's a freezer in the garage that's right there at the wall of the basement, and you just got to beat through the wall to get into the freezer. Oh, yeah. Maybe somebody ran toward the garage. That's the only thing I would get, but I really don't know. Yeah, I, I really don't. I, that, was, that was a loophole <laughs> that I was kind of questioning. I was like, I ain't, I ain't going to question it too much because we... We're we're moving forward in the movie, so I ain't yeah. questioning it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So damn. But I was kind of questioning why he couldn't get out of the window. That felt like such a good idea to me. I don't forget. I forgot why he couldn't get out of the window though. Because once he got the the gate thing off from in front of the window, I would have took that big rug and just kept beating the window until I opened it. And then at that point, you could just scream out the window until somebody hear you. And that's what I was saying. Like he he didn't utilize that. He like he took the metal piece off and he just gave up. Like he never he tried the window up. again. Just like bro, was the like, window is there just... now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is he not trying to use that? I was so confused why he wasn't trying to use the window and they, he was they trying can't to make use it too else. easy, bro. They, they yeah. Can't make it too easy. And that was literally the first thing he tried too. So I was like, no, nah, we got to try everything else. We got to do everything <laughs> else to get by. So I was like, yeah, couldn't 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 do that. So yeah. Yeah, this was this was a fantastic movie, though, bro. Fantastic movie. I probably would give it an 8.5, 9 out of 10, but I, I definitely fuck with it. Definitely enjoyed it. Ethan Hawk, I think he did fantastic in this role. Like I said, I just wish he was a little bit more fierce with Finn. I feel like he wasn't fierce enough with him. Because I feel like if somebody else was abducted, they would have got touched like the other people who got uh, kidnapped. Yeah. But I feel like Finn just wasn't touched to the same degree. And I feel like I it would have it would have added more to the character development and the whole thing. Yeah. If he did um, get beat after escaping and getting brought back, if he would have got beat and played the naughty boy game or whatever he was calling it, like um, Robin was telling him, it would have made it so much more impactful when he finally killed him in the end. It's like, you got beat up again by this um, kidnapper and everything. Now you really about to lose hope. And then that's when you get on the phone with Robin, and Robin tells you how exactly. to basically and beat him. It would have it would have been much more inspirational. It, it was exactly. inspirational, but it would have hit a lot harder. Exactly, bro. And that's the point now. I, I, we were high key missing because he's he's hearing all the stories about getting beat, but he's not going through it himself. So that's why yeah. I said the killing at the end where he killed the grabber that wasn't really for him. Like obviously that's for him because he can get out of that situation. But that was really for everybody else that he killed in the past, like including his one of his closest friends who used to protect him. It was literally for everybody else. And, that, and I think that was like a dope part of this movie for sure, bro. Yeah. Really dope part of this movie. Yeah, like I said, I like how they put it in the, the 1970s and stuff like that. They didn't try to make it something new age like happening now or, or something like that because I feel like it would have been too real. It, it would have. Uh, because it does so happen today at the same type of rate. It, it does, but it just felt a lot more scarier because at mm. that time, it's just so much. There wasn't the amount of technology that there is now and this, that, and the third. Like back then, somebody, not saying you got so much hope now, but back then, somebody get kidnapped, you you really out of luck. Like it ain't no tracking somebody's phone GPS to see where they last were. There's no there's just not all this technology like how there is now don't get me wrong if somebody gets kidnapped today in america like it's still hard to find those people but it is much easier than what it used to be 40 50 years ago mm -hmm. and going back to your sister point about where she could go in the future 
I feel like she could honestly still go down the same type of path that the mom went on because she ended up saying, or when she was praying throughout the movie to God, she was like even cussing that God at some point during <laughs> prayer because she was so frustrated with the situation. But she prayed to him like, if you help me, you know what I'm saying, get out of this situation, I'll do whatever you say, I'll follow you or whatever. So if the mom was down that same type of path where she was listening and she was praying and she was praying to God and stuff like that, I thought like the sister could honestly go down that same type of path, and I wouldn't be surprised. Well, mom had the ending that she did because she didn't stay as faithful and as prayerful yeah, as the daughter was. Like maybe, maybe it was kind of like with the mom. Maybe it was well, I'm not understanding the dreams, and God ain't helping me. So f it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be in sorrow and just ultimately end up killing myself. As to where the daughter, she didn't lose hope and she kept praying and she kept trying to, you know, trust God with her visions and stuff like that. So maybe she, she'll probably end up on a similar path, but I don't think she'll have the same end result. They might use her as a damn detective or some shit. Honestly, that's what I would use For her real? as, truthfully, bro. She need to be a detective because she need to be on the team. All that We're shit. We're solving every case, bro. With, without her, they're not. They're not finding him, bro. They're not finding him. They were literally avoiding everything she was saying at first, and they was like, and "It was oh, crazy how it was all shit. boys. It was all boys. That was crazy." True. True. That's why I said it had to have something to do with his past of getting beaten that he wanted to yeah. have boys in that basement because he was in that basement. That's where he used to live. So his father used to have him in that basement, have him down there for like months on end, you know what I'm saying, throughout the summers and the, the heat and all that shit that he was saying. So he was like literally living out his like his past for real. And he was the father. Yeah. That's why he was up there. It was one scene he was up there like waiting for Finn to come out. He had his shirt off and shit. I'm like, this nigga was really trying to be his pops for real and beat yeah. his ass. So it was like, yeah, this nigga really trying to go back to the past. Like he's trying to reenact that for real. That shit, that shit was, was wild. I was like, bro, just imagine, just imagine if Finn actually did creep up the, and he just seen him just sitting there with the belt. That would have been wild. I mean, he he did see him like that when he went to unlock the door. But I'm saying the first time when he no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm saying like, how didn't he? Cause he wasn't asleep when 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 Finn crept up there the first time. He was up there waiting for Finn to come out of the door, but Finn ended up going back downstairs. But my question is, how didn't he hear Finn creep up? It's like you hearing him creep up. Like, why haven't you like opened the door and like beat this nigga ass? Like, oh no, nah, you I'm gonna beat your ass. Just maybe he was just maybe he was just really waiting for him to come all the way up. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. He could have been waiting for something. Believe. Just for a dramatic... Pr- I told you, so, killers like this be really sadistic. They want to fully act out everything that they got in their head. They don't want to yeah. cheat none of whatever ideas they got. They want to act it out fully and fulfill whatever sick, twisted plan they got. In that one scene when uh, Finn looks like he was about to get away, and Finn made me mad as shit anyway, because... Why are you why are you running on the sidewalk when he's in his car, bro? Why are you not jumping over fences or some shit to get away? I was like, Finn ain't thinking enough for me, bro. He wasn't thinking enough, bro. That man was not thinking on his feet. Could have ran through all the people backyards and all of you that. You feel me? You would have been gone. I'm like, this nigga Finn out here running down the sidewalk. This nigga just pulls him on the sidewalk. When, when they ass. slowed it down, when they slowed the movie down, he started running slow. I'm like, this nigga finna get caught. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> I already know what's finna happen. He finna get caught when he should be gone. Clearly He should gone. be gone, bro. Because oh bro had goodness. to get his key. He had to fully wake up and notice what was happening. He had to find his keys, get in the, get in the van, Drive up to you. It was so much shit that had to happen before Finn actually got caught. That maybe man, ugh, I can't even get my words right. That shit pissed me <laughs> off. Oh my god! But, 
<laughs> but another part of that is that why did nobody come out to hear why people were screaming? Everybody just Thank turned their you. lights on, Everybody but nobody actually came on. outside. Yeah. But nobody came outside. Nobody came outside to see what the fuck was going on. Because he ended up telling Finn, if you say a word, like, I'm going to slit your throat or whatever. But nobody even walked outside to see what the hell was going on. I'm just like, crazy as fuck. You hear niggas screaming, you niggas screaming outside. Yeah. Trying to get grabbed. It's the middle of the night. You hear about a black man going around grabbing niggas. You, I, I probably wouldn't go outside either. I'll just cut the light off. Hey, hey niggas, turn the light on. Nigga said, I don't hear it no more. <laughs> hey, nigga, ignorance is bliss for sure. Ignorance is definitely bliss. But, uh, damn, anything else, bro? I think that's it for me. No, it, it was a great movie. I, I haven't seen a good scary movie like that for real in a minute. So that was good. And like I said, it just reminded you of It, bro. It gave me a lot of feelings of It. I'm not the biggest fan yeah. of It, but I love this way more, though, because I feel like it was way more horror feel. It wasn't as funny. And I feel like that was, that's what I needed. It, I don't. I didn't really want the comic relief with it, and I think that's what mm-hmm. I got with with this one. Um, and I love just the girl and the comp, just comparing it back to it. Like she was riding on the road on a bike with a yellow with the jacket bike on. in the rain and everything. Yeah, and like, I'm like, this was, is literally this stolen very, from it. <laughs> yeah, this was very it inspired. And she saw yeah. the dead bodies like when she was exactly. riding a bike. I was like. This is straight out of it. This is it. <laughs> For sure, bro. I don't know if this is the same director or company or what, but that's that scene was definitely stolen from it. For sure. But uh, yeah, bro, you can hit up with the social media. You can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page and subscribe to our YouTube channel at QANDE Podcast. And our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to all of our podcast platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And you can subscribe to our Q&E Media page, which is QANDEmedia.com. Our Instagram is QANDEmedia. And our Twitter is, ooh, excuse me, QE Media. And we appreciate all you guys for listening and watching. And we out. Peace.